One of the greatest prophecies in all of the Bible is the prediction of the rapture of the church. Uh, Jesus began by saying to the disciples in John 14, If I go back to heaven, which he did, uh, I will come again, which he will, and I will receive you, believers, unto myself. Why? That you may be with me where I am for all eternity. As the return of Jesus Christ approaches, God has raised up a powerful voice, the voice of Dr. Ed Heinsohn, to unveil the mysteries of the Bible and herald the good news, the King is coming. World Prophetic Ministry presents a global warning by Dr. Ed Heinsohn. There are dangerous forces in play that could push the world to the edge of disaster and usher in the end of the age. Really, it's later than you think. In John 14, Jesus was promising the disciples in the upper room, I will return one day just for you. Uh, the Apostle Paul picks that same theme up uh, in 1 Thessalonians, the fourth chapter, uh, when he tells us that there is coming a time uh, that the dead in Christ will be raised, and we which are alive and remain will be caught up together uh, in the presence of the Lord, uh, and so shall we ever be with the Lord. Therefore, comfort one another with these words. Oh, for Christians, the promise of the rapture uh, is one of joy and encouragement and of comfort uh, that God has not abandoned you. He has not forgotten you. Uh, the bridegroom is coming to take the bride home to heaven. The Savior is coming uh, to take the body of Christ from all ages uh, home to the Father's house. But as much as an encouragement as that is for believers, could I remind you today that when the rapture occurs, for unbelievers, the rapture changes everything. Nothing will be the same after that. Uh, when millions of people are suddenly gone, uh, the Apostle Paul says in 1 Corinthians 15, in a moment, in a flash, in a twinkling of an eye, uh, suddenly uh, the dead will be raised and we shall all be changed. The believers who are alive at the time of the second coming will be translated, transformed, uh, transfigured, if you will, by the very power of God Himself and will be caught away into the Lord's presence. But for those that are left behind, it will be a very difficult world in which to live. Imagine for a moment that suddenly millions of born-again believers are just gone all over the world, especially in America, where so many profess faith in Jesus Christ. Think of what that would do to the economy. Think of what that would do to the military. Think of what that would do to the social structure of the nation. Uh, imagine the, the tragedy that occurred some years ago when uh, Hurricane Katrina literally emptied out the city of New Orleans. Think of what would happen when millions of people are gone and all of a sudden in every city in America there is total destabilization. Uh, when across the world and around the globe, from Africa to Asia, even to Europe, there are people who are suddenly gone and you have been left behind. Uh, in a world that is economically destroyed, uh, in a world that is insecure and confused, in which people are heartbroken and shocked and wondering, where did they go? Did aliens abduct them? Did laser beams zap them? Uh, what has happened to them? Can FEMA find them? Uh, whatever. Uh, there will be every kind of speculation going on in the news media as to what has really happened when the rapture occurs. And the Bible tells us that is when the grand illusion will occur as well. Uh, when the world will step forth and say, now wait a minute. This is not the rapture of the church. 
After all, I'm a religious leader, someone will suggest, and I'm still here, so surely it couldn't have been the rapture, could it? I've been left behind myself. There will be many religious people left behind. There will be many religious leaders left behind. Uh, the Bible tells us very clearly in the words of Jesus himself, narrow is the way that leads unto eternal life. Broad is the road that leads to hell and to destruction. And many there are that go therein. Uh, there are many who will deceive themselves into thinking that they are genuine believers in Christ who will be left behind because they do not really know the Savior. Their life has never been transformed by the power of the Spirit of God. Oh, they've made a profession of faith, or they've joined a church or a religious organization, but their life has never been transformed by the glorious power of Jesus Christ. You say, Ed, what will happen to those that are left behind? Paul tells us very clearly in 2 Thessalonians chapter 2, uh, he, he tells you in that passage that there will be many that are deceived, that the restrainer, the Spirit of God, will continue to withhold the onslaught of evil until the rapture occurs. But once the restrainer is removed and the church is raptured to heaven, the restrainer is gone, and then Satan's hands are free to indwell someone to become the Antichrist. Until that occurs... Satan cannot make his move to fill anyone's heart to become the Antichrist until after the restrainer is removed. Uh, Paul says it this way in 2 Thessalonians chapter 2, verse 7, uh, For the mystery of iniquity is already at work, uh, but he that is restraining will continue to restrain until he is taken out of the way. Then the wicked one, the Antichrist, will be revealed. But the Lord will eventually consume him by the power of his mouth and destroy him by the brightness of his coming. Even him whose working is after the working of Satan. Uh, with what? Power and signs and wonders and with all deceivableness of unrighteousness in who? In them that perish because they believed not the truth that they might be saved. Verse 11 says, For this cause God will send them strong delusion, that they might all believe a lie, that they might all be condemned. In one of the most sobering predictions in all of Scripture, the Bible tells us from the words of the Apostle Paul, not only is the rapture coming to take the believers home to heaven, but it will leave unbelievers behind in a time of deception and a time of delusion. You say, Ed, how deceived will they be? How bad will it be? Will anyone at all get saved after the rapture, or is it too late? We'll come back in a moment, and we'll see what the Bible says. Now I want to personally thank you. Many of you have responded to help us with Operation Last Days. Uh, as we meet the challenge of the new printing press and of high-definition television, we've been able to purchase the press, but now we face the greatest challenge ever in purchasing the equipment for high-definition. The cost of the equipment, the change in our studio, will be the biggest challenge that we have ever faced. And in appreciation for your gift of $150 or more, we want to send you the new WPM Subject Bible, a beautiful calfskin leather edition of the Bible that's really two Bibles in one. The new WPM Subject Bible is literally two Bibles in one. In the front, you'll find a traditional red-letter King James Bible. In the back, a second Bible organized by subject. As you read from the Bible in front, you'll find numbers beside each verse. Those numbers will lead you to a page in the second Bible where every other verse dealing with that subject has been fully written out. You'll never have to hunt from one book of the Bible to another and another ever again. It's all there right in front of you. Think what that would mean to a new Christian. Imagine how it could help your own Bible study. 
The WPM Subject Bible is published in large, easy-to-read print on quality gilded paper and bound in a supple, genuine calfskin leather. It's a treasure you'll cherish for years to come. We'll send you a copy as our thanks for your generous gift of $150 or more to help us upgrade our studios to high definition. The future of this ministry depends on you. Will you help? Make your gift of $150 or more payable to The King is Coming, Box 907, Colton, California, 92324. You can give to The King by credit card. Just call 1-888-GIVE-2-TK or visit our website, thekingiscoming.com. That $150 will enable us to meet the challenge of the end times technology so that we can continue to herald the end time message that Jesus is coming again. The rapture of the church indeed is coming. The Bible tells us very clearly there will be a time when the dead in Christ are raised and we that are alive and remain will be caught up, snatched away into the presence of the Lord, caught up in the clouds with them to be with the Lord forever. I don't care what your view of eschatology is. Uh, if you're premillennial, postmillennial, mid-trib, post-trib, ah-mill, whatever, at some point in time there has to be a rapture. There has to be a catching away of the believers, a resurrection of the dead bodies of those that have died in Christ over the centuries. You've got to fit the rapture into your system someplace. The scripture, I think, makes it very clear that it's going to happen before the time of tribulation because those that are left behind will be deceived. They will believe a lie. Uh, this is not at the end of time uh, and going into eternity. No, there will be a rapture before the time of trouble. And those those that are left behind will be deceived and will believe the lie and all be condemned. Now, you say, oh, Ed, does that mean nobody will be saved after the rapture? No, there will be people saved during the time of tribulation. You say, how do you know that? Take your Bible and look at Revelation, the seventh chapter. Chapter 7 begins by telling us that there will be at least 144,000 Jews saved during the time of the tribulation. 12,000 from each of the 12 tribes of Israel. This is not symbolic of the church. You wouldn't name every single tribe individually. This is salvation for Jewish believers who've been left behind during the time of tribulation. You say, well, what about non-Jews? What about Gentiles? Is there any hope for them? Revelation 7 says in verse 9, After this I saw a great multitude, which no man could number. The number was beyond the ability to calculate it. What people? People of all nations, all kindreds, all people, all tongues, who stood before the throne of God. And I said in verse 13, Who are these? Uh, and he said to me, these are they that came out of great tribulation. This chapter alone tells us that there will be many Jewish people who will come to faith in Jesus as the Christ, the Messiah, the Savior during the time of the tribulation. And there will be many Gentiles that are saved as well. The question is always raised, well, what if they heard the gospel before the rapture? Will they still have a chance to be saved after the rapture? And that question is not clearly answered in these passages. Some interpret the passage in 2 Thessalonians 2 to say, those that rejected the love of the truth and did not receive it. They heard the gospel and willfully rejected it and are left behind. Uh, they will be deceived and will not be saved. In other words, if you've had an opportunity to hear the truth now and you do not respond to it, it may be too late later on. 
And then there are others, just as sincere, that say, no, the passage is simply saying, lost people are those who do not receive the love of the truth. That he's not saying you can't be saved if you've ever heard the gospel before. He's simply saying, if you're lost, you remain lost because you continue to reject the message of the truth and the message of the gospel. Uh, what I like to remind people is, you don't want to take any chances with your eternal soul. Uh, whether you can be saved, like some people say, well, if the rapture occurs, I'll get saved. Will you? You haven't been saved yet. You haven't said yes to Christ yet. You're living in an era of peace and prosperity, and you're not going to get saved. You think you're going to get saved after the rapture, when you're going to get killed and martyred for your faith in Christ, when you're liable to get your head cut off? No, I don't, if you don't have the courage to come to Christ now, before the rapture, you'll never have the courage to come to Christ after the rapture. I would not gamble with my eternal soul at all. I wouldn't take any chances. Besides, you don't have any guarantee that you'll survive till the rapture, that you'll live until the rapture. The sooner you come to faith in Christ, the better. The sooner you settle your eternal account with God, the sooner you know, I'm on my way to heaven no matter what, because I've put my faith and trust in the blood of Jesus Christ, in the atonement that He made for me on the cross. I I'm trusting Him as my Savior. I'm not trusting myself, my good deeds, uh, my church membership, my baptism, my works. No, I, my faith is in Him. If Jesus dying on the cross, bearing the sins of all mankind, if that is not enough to save you, do you think your little good deeds are? Uh, do you think your life is going to stack up against the cross of Jesus Christ? No, the cross ought to shout to us down through the corridor of time. This is enough, and this alone. The nail-pierced hands and feet of Jesus Christ, the spear mark in His side, the blood that flows at Calvary, shouts to us, God loves you and He has paid for your sins. Put your faith and trust in Him. Because if you do not, once the rapture occurs... There will be a global power shift like the world has never seen before. Suddenly, the United States will be out as the world leader, and some other power will step into the vacuum. And ultimately, the Bible says, the beast will come, the Antichristos, uh, the one that is the man of sin, the son of perdition, the lawless one. He will come and say, now, wait a minute, wait a minute. No, 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 that wasn't the rapture at all. Uh, there's some other explanation for all of this. Calm down. I can bring peace to the world, uh, but I'll have to control the economy to do that. Uh, I'll have to make sure we can feed everybody. I'll have to make sure we control the money. I'll have to make sure you can survive. And in light of the threat of your own survival, lost people will gladly give their allegiance to a powerful leader who comes promising to bring peace, but ushers in a ultimate and grand delusion. Today, Dr. Heinsohn has presented a very clear global warning. You want to know more about the deadly religious storm now brewing on the horizon? The Global Warning Special consists of Armageddon, Oil and Terror, the Global Warning Book by Ed Heinsohn and Tim LaHaye, and an 80-minute DVD on Dr. Heinsohn's Global Warning, part of which you saw today. To receive all three items, make your gift of $49 or more, payable to The King is Coming, Box 907, Colton, California, 92324. You can give to The King by credit card. Just call 1-888-GIVE-2-TK. Or visit our website, thekingiscoming.com. The biblical prophecies about the rapture of the church are not only a word of comfort for believers, 
but a word of warning, a global warning to unbelievers. Because once the rapture occurs, the rapture changes everything. The scripture says it will usher in a time of a grand illusion uh, where people will want to believe that it's anything but the rapture itself. A, a global power shift will suddenly occur if it is true that there are a higher percentage of born-again Christians, for example, in America than in many other nations. America would be incredibly impacted by the rapture. Millions of people suddenly would be gone, zapped out of here by the power of the Spirit of God. Uh, it would literally destroy the economy. Uh, you talk about chaos and confusion uh, in the stock market, in the banking system, uh, in just the general stability of society itself or the value of a car or a home. When all of a sudden homes are empty, cars are left behind, people are gone and the world is trying to explain what has happened here and yet in spite of all of that the scripture also warns it will be a time of great delusion great deception as well many will believe the lie uh, and the Bible is very specific about that in 2nd Thessalonians chapter 2 not just a lie but the lie with a definite article in the Greek text, the official lie uh, that will be presented uh, to calm everybody down, to assure people that they haven't been left behind. Uh, there will still be unsaved preachers, uh, leaders of liberal churches, uh, churches that no longer preach the gospel of Jesus Christ, uh, who preach a gospel of good works, uh, who preach a gospel of just simple positive thinking and prosperity without the blood of Jesus Christ. Those that are left behind will say, surely it wasn't the rapture. After all, Reverend so-and-so is still here. And while some churches will be empty, others will be packed as people run to their church saying, give me a word of hope, give me a word of truth about the future. And many will be deceived and will be lost. Oh, there will be some, perhaps who finally realize, yes, we have been left behind. I think the great breakthrough will come in the Jewish community. Uh, the Bible tells us in the book of Revelation that in the time of tribulation, after the rapture, two witnesses will come on the scene uh, among the Jewish people uh, in the city of Jerusalem and proclaim that Jesus is the Christ, the Messiah. Uh, my Jewish friends in Israel today, uh, know the New Testament better than most Christians know the Old Testament. They know the Bible predicts the rapture, but they don't believe it. Uh, they know that the Bible proclaims that Jesus is the Messiah, but they're not really sure if he is. Uh, they know that uh, if they're left behind, uh, that there is no other explanation than that of the rapture. I believe what will happen in the future is that after the rapture, God will convict the hearts of two men, like a Moses and an Elijah, the two witnesses that appeared with Jesus on the Mount of Transfiguration. Moses representing the law. Elijah representing the prophets. Uh, Moses who could turn water into blood. And Elijah who could call down the fire of God from heaven. These two witnesses will have those same two gifts and abilities from God. They will preach to their own people that Jesus is the Messiah. Stop trying to kid yourself. We've been left behind. And Jesus is the one who fulfills the messianic promises of the Old Testament. He is the one that rode into town on a donkey. Uh, he is the one for whom the people shouted Hosanna and waved the palm branches. Uh, he is the one that went to the cross to die for our sins. He is Emmanuel, God with us. Uh, he is the El Gibor, the mighty God. Uh, he is the Shar Shalom, the Prince of Peace. He is the Messiah. And thousands upon thousands will be converted. But the Bible warns the Antichrist will come to power and turn against them. 
and will persecute them and try to suppress their message. In fact, he will finally kill the two witnesses in the city of Jerusalem and leave their dead bodies lying in the street for over three days. And the scripture says, and all the world will see them. How else could that happen except by an instantaneous satellite transmission in modern times? Uh, and as they're partying and dancing in the street because the two witnesses are dead, the scripture says that after three and a half days, the spirit of life will enter into them and the spirit of God will suddenly resurrect them uh, and then rapture them into heaven. Boy, I'd love to be watching television on that day. I'd love to be tuned into CNN and the uh, Fox News and all the major media channels on that day to say, there they are, the two witnesses. Oh, wow, they got up. Wow, they're out of here. What in the world was that? Why would God do that? Why would he raise them up, let them die, and then resurrect them? To convince the unbelieving world that what had happened three and a half years earlier was indeed the rapture of the church to give the world one more warning from the merciful heart of God. This is what has really happened. Christ has come and called the believers home to heaven. You've been left behind. Don't resist Him. Don't receive the mark of the beast. Throw your soul into the heart and hand of the God who loves you, the Savior that went to the cross to die for your sins. Put your faith and trust in Him. And then for you as a believer... The rapture will change everything because it will change your spiritual life and your eternal destiny and give you a home in heaven forever with the Savior. Hallelujah. What a promise. What a hope. Don't miss out on the vital information contained in Dr. Heinsohn's Global Warning Special. Make your gift of $49 or more payable to The King is Coming, Box 907, Colton, California, 92324. You can give to The King by credit card. Just call 1-888-GIVE-2-TK or visit our website, thekingiscoming.com. This particular book, The Rose Book of Bible Charts, Maps, and Timelines, is the greatest Bible study guide that I've ever seen. It includes surveys of all the books of the Bible, maps of all the Bible lands, illustrations of the world's greatest archaeological finds, and more than anything else, beautiful, full-color charts that will revolutionize your understanding of some of the most important things in the Bible itself. Charts of creation, of Noah's Ark, of the Ark of the Covenant, the Tabernacle, and Solomon's Temple. In beautiful, vivid detail, 192 full-color pages in a beautiful hardback book. There's nothing like it anywhere. It's the greatest single Bible study guide that I've ever seen. Make sure you get a copy for your library, one for a friend. It'll change your heart and life and mind, and it'll revolutionize your study of the Word of God. The King is Coming telecast is excited to offer the Rose Book of Bible Charts, Maps, and Timelines as our thanks for your gift of $49 or more to help us take the message of Jesus Christ around the world. We really do need your help, and we're delighted to be able to make this incredibly powerful new study tool available to you today. Make your gift of $49 or more each, and believe me, you'll want more than one, Payable to The King is Coming, Box 907, Colton, California, 92324. You can give to The King by credit card. Just call 1-888-GIVE-2-TK or visit our website, thekingiscoming.com. Are you ready for a life-changing experience? Join Dr. Ed and Donna Heinsohn this coming May 13th through 25th on a trip to Greece and Israel. 
Reservations must be made before the end of the year, so you'll have to begin planning now. For information, call Ducar Tours at 800-553-8227. On the last night before Jesus went to the cross, he met with his disciples and he said to them in John chapter 14, let not your heart be troubled. You believe in God, believe also in me. He is claiming to be divine. In my father's house, there are many mansions and I'm going now to prepare a place for you. And if I go, I'll come again and receive you unto myself. The promise of the second coming is not given to frighten us. It's given to invite us to come by faith to Jesus Christ while there's hope and while there's time. Oh, the Bible is filled with global warnings of the end times, but it's also filled with grand invitations to come to faith. And if you've never personally received Jesus Christ as your personal Lord and Savior, could I remind you today that when He went to the cross, He died for your sins. He died in your place. When he rose from the dead, he gives you the opportunity to receive the gift of eternal life if you put your faith and trust in him. You say, Ed, how do I do that? If you believe in your heart and confess with your mouth that Jesus Christ is Lord and that God has raised him from the dead, you will be saved. If you've never done that, I want to invite you to do that with me right now. Stop everything else you're doing. Set everything else aside. And let's talk to God for a minute. You might pray something like this in your words, from your heart. Dear God, I do believe that Jesus came into the world to offer the gift of salvation. That he died on the cross in my place. That he rose from the dead for me. And I've never surrendered my heart and life to him before. I've never really put my faith and trust in him before. But today, I want to say yes to Christ. Today, I want to receive him as my personal Savior. Pray that by faith. Pray it with a confidence of an amen. God will hear, and God will answer. If you prayed that today, with all of your heart, genuinely receiving Christ as Savior, I want to send you a free booklet that will help you understand the decision that you've made and help you in your walk with Christ. Write to me or go online. Let me know of the decision that you have made for Jesus.